stained glass by Edgar Miller, 1899-1993 when he was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in Him. If God is glorified in Him, God will glorify the Son in Himself, and will glorify Him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. New International Version The Church was formed to represent Christ on earth. The Church is a new community of believers in Jesus, called and empowered by the Holy Spirit for mission. Christianity was never intended to be just a personal faith, it was designed by God to be the community of the redeemed. Christian community is vital to every individual's faith. Greater than no one can have God for his father who does not have the church for his mother. Greater than. Greater than John Calvin, 1509-1564. Loyalty and commitment to God translates to having a dedicated and devoted spirit to one another in the church. One of the last commands Jesus gave to his disciples before he went to the cross was to love one another. The Old Testament instructed the Israelites to love each other, Leviticus 19:18. Yet, Jesus gives new meaning to the command through four distinctions of loving one another. A new model of love, Jesus. Our Lord's life and teaching gave new meaning to the command to love each other. Notice what Jesus did in the upper room just before giving the command to love one another. It was almost time for the Jewish Passover festival. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and go back to the Father. Jesus had always loved the people in the world who were his. Now was the time he showed them his love the most. Jesus and his followers were at the evening meal. The devil had already persuaded Judas Iscariot to hand Jesus over to his enemies. Judas was the son of Simon, the father had given Jesus power over everything. Jesus knew this. He also knew that he had come from God. And he knew that he was going back to God. So while they were eating, Jesus stood up and took off his robe. He got a towel and wrapped it around his waist. Then he poured water into a bowl and began to wash the followers' feet. He dried their feet with the towel that was wrapped around his waist. John 13 1-5, ERV. Jesus modeled a service-oriented love of compassionately meeting the need of another, regardless of who that person is. It is instructive to us that Jesus washed the feet of Judas Iscariot, along with all the other disciples. Greater than Christ died for us while we were still sinners. This demonstrates God's love for us. Greater than. Greater than Romans 5 8, GW. We are to love everyone in the community of saints, and not just our friends or the ones we like. Loving one another also means we will be realistic in understanding that community is messy and downright hard work. A new motive, Christ first loved me. Jesus has loved us with a love that took care of our brokenness once for all. Because of that love, we are now motivated to love each other. John would later say in his first epistle. God showed His love for us by sending His only Son into the world, so that we might have life through Him. This is what love is, it is not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the means by which our sins are forgiven. Dear friends, if this is how God loved us, then we should love one another. 1 John 4 9-11, GNT. Love is an attitude and a frame of mind. The motivation for the Christian is different than anyone else's motive, we are so thankful for Christ's love to us, that we cannot help but extend that same love to one another in the church. This kind of love transcends human willpower. This is love as a grateful response for the grace shown us in Christ. A new motivator, the Holy Spirit. The Spirit energizes and enables us to love each other. Jesus also said in the upper room, If you love me, you will do as I command. 
Then I will ask the Father to send you the Holy Spirit who will help you and always be with you. John 14 15-16, Sev. There are times when we may lack the ability or spiritual energy needed for the work of loving each other. It is in those times that we need to check our spiritual electrical box to make sure we haven't tripped a breaker by trying to live the Christian life on our own strength. We need the Spirit. The Spirit gives us the zeal we need to love one another. We typically don't do anything in life unless we have the motivation for it. The Spirit is like the Christian's personal trainer, encouraging, exhorting, getting in our face, comforting, and spurring us, toward the new way of love. A new mission, world evangelization. All people will know we are Christ's disciples if we love one another. The way we treat each other in the church is foundational and fundamental to the mission of loving our neighbors who don't know Jesus. Greater than mission is putting love where love is not. Greater than. Greater than St. John of the Cross, 1542-1591. When the church has a healthy and even supernatural dynamic of loving one another, they joyfully proclaim the good news to every person that Jesus is the answer to the terrible brokenness of this world. Community is necessary to mission. Leslie Newbegin, 1909-1998, was a British missionary to India for 40 years. After retiring and returning to Britain, he found his homeland was very different than when he left. He was astounded to find Britain had become very less Christian and was now predominantly unchristian. It was clearly a post-Christian society. What to do about it? Here is Newbegin's response. I have come to feel that the primary reality of which we have to take account in seeking for a Christian impact on public life is the Christian congregation. How is it possible that the gospel should be credible, that people should come to believe that the power which has the last word in human affairs is represented by a man hanging on a cross? I am suggesting that the only answer, the only hermeneutic of the gospel, the only way society can discern who Jesus is, is a congregation of men and women who believe it and live by it. I am, of course, not denying the importance of the many activities by which we seek to challenge public life with the gospel, evangelistic campaigns, distribution of Bibles and Christian literature, conferences, and even books such as this one. But I am saying that these are all secondary, and that they have power to accomplish their purpose only as they are rooted in and lead back to a believing community. Conclusion The implications of community for our faith are significant. If we keep other Christians at a distance and give them the stiff arm, we are really giving God the stiff arm. Jesus identifies so closely in love to His people, that to love them is to love Him. The late African-American preacher E. V. Hill told the following story about an experience with a white Christian leader in the 1950s. As a freshman at Prairie View College, part of the Texas A&M system, I was actively involved and was one of two students selected to go to our denomination's annual meeting in Memphis. The trip through the South was by car, three whites and two blacks traveling together. I had no idea how we'd eat or how we'd sleep. So great was my anxiety and hatred over how the trip might turn out that I almost backed out entirely. In all my experience I had never seen a white man stand up for a black man and never felt I would. But then Dr. Howard, the director of our trip and a white man spoke up. We'll be traveling together, he said. If there isn't a place where all of us can eat, none of us will eat. If there's not a place all of us can sleep, none of us will sleep. That was all he said, but it was enough. For the first time in my life, I had met a white man who was Christian enough to take a stand with a Christian black man. May the Spirit give us the courage together to love one another. Gracious Lord, I pray for those who will believe in you through the good news of forgiveness in Christ. I pray that all of them may be one just as you are one. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent the Son, Jesus, and have loved them even as you have loved us. Righteous God, 
may you help us make you known in the world so that the love you have for us may be in them through the cross of Christ. Amen.